Hi, I'm Bran. I love Hallmark holiday movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark holiday movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark holiday movies, and this This is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Oh, oh boy! Man. Oh boy! Can you believe it? Back it's the holidays. Another week and better than ever. Another uh, another Christmas Hanukkah mashup movie, and another week that is Christmas week. Yeah, it is. Mm. It happens once a year, and Christmas is here. two days away. It's just two days away. Wow! Can you believe it? Hey, you already. have all your shopping done, Brady? I have all of my shopping. What'd you buy me? Uh, ooh, maybe I don't have all my shopping. Okay. Done. How about you, Dan? I got you guys both something. Did you really? Yeah. You have to wait and see what it is. Is it good enough? Like, to we're recording good? this early. If we were recording this on Monday, you'd be in your hands. Is it? Is it like? But is it good enough to where I feel bad for not getting yes. something? Oh, it is. How much did you spend? About a hundred each. Are you for real? Yeah, man. You spent a hundred dollars each. Yeah. You guys didn't give me anything. Boy, Dang it! This stings. We went in five dollars. <laughs> we we looked at one another at the Dollar Tree. We were like. Can, can we go 50-50 on this? Splurge that. Um, the Reese's fast break. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a fast break. That's worth, you got me a hundred grand bar is what you did, didn't I you? I did. Yeah, you Ding did. dong. Bingo, bingo. Uh, it is so good to be back. We are talking about our good uh, friend Chris Palaha's flick, Double Holiday, today. We're very excited about it. Guys, how was your weekend? So good. So restful. We did the live show. We did the live show. I crushed that live show Dude, more than I've so crushed. so funny. I know. I, it's it one of the few times in my life where I felt confident as I was going out there. Yeah. I felt in control, uh, even with some of the mishaps that occurred. Dude, uh, some of the wiring was weird. I thought we were wonky. all going to die there for a brief it was, moment. It was frightening. Uh, but you know what? But you got right down there in the dirty wordy and you, did you it. fixed it all. Yeah. I did. I, I mean, I was down in the grits. You were down there. in the grits. In the grits. <laughs> I was. All right. Good. What I, was I, that one grit song? Oh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, my life be like, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, my life be, be like, you know, grits. You get it. Uh, there was a Stephen Kirsch Chapman dive grits uh, mashup. What? Yeah. Man, I mean, it was, was wild. Fired all the Christian dances. Oh, fired. my gosh. I boogied hard you when did, I was in 10th you grade. Did. You did boogie hard. Um, speaking of boogieing hard, you guys should boogie hard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should boogie hard over to communities and schools and uh, give a little something something this the season of giving deckdalmart.com slash joy that's right deckdalmart.com slash joy lots of different ways that you can give uh, you can leave a review you can buy a shirt you can donate directly to communities and schools however you decide to do that just know that you are helping kids across America uh, take that next step and for that we thank you yes we do um, and uh, anything else we want After to you've joined and given a bunch of money to communities and schools and left us a review where we donate to communities and schools, then with all of your leftover funds in this holiday season, go to patreon.com slash take the hallmark. Join up on the Patreon. You get the best Facebook community in the world. You get a sticker from us. You get a hey, hey ho from hey us ho. on the video if you pay enough. And you're going to get new movies, re- movie reviews that aren't hallmark movies. You're going to get all kinds of fun stuff. You're going to love it. Please do it. 
You're going to love it. And here's the thing. We all know what's going to happen on Wednesday. You're going to open up a bunch of gifts that you don't really want. That's right. And you're like, what do I do? Well, here's what you do. You return them you for return cash. You return them for cash, and then you join the Patreon. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and will it be your best year ever? Yes. Uh, some of the content we have planned oh, for man. 2020... We, Pandolf is going to walk a tightrope. He's going to walk a tightrope. Yeah, between two big buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually kind no of no safety net. Well, guys, I don't walk the best either. Yeah. And so when you pitched this idea to me at first, I said I'm not doing that. But then you said it's through the Patreon. I said, Yeah, I'll do anything for yeah. the I'll do anything for the Tron. Do anything for the Tron. That's what we always say. That's anything our slogan. For the Tron. That's right. That's our slogan. And there's nothing that we can do about that. There's nothing we can do. Um, about that. Yeah, and I'm really excited about. We're going to be launching a vlog. Yeah. Um, it's called It's called resolutions for you oh, and it's man. just us giving you a different resolution every day yeah now maybe your new year's resolution didn't work we like you yours new- never do every year some of mine do some of them don't but here's what's great about it is even if it's february and your resolutions have already been all destroyed the ones that you came up with every day we come up with a that's new right. one for you here's a sneak peek february 2nd dress up like randy savage every monday <laughs> oh right. yeah savage with slim jim oh yeah so those are just some of the resolutions that you i can think i did the to. kool-aid guy yeah you did not do randy <laughs> savage at all no that's Dude, february how I got great confused. would a match be with with <laughs> randy, randy savage, savage like, oh yeah and then the kool-aid <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. out of the ring. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> it was a, It's just an oh yeah face off. Is all it is. They're just screaming oh yeah at each other. One of them falls. <laughs> Kool Aid's everywhere. <laughs> Kool Aid is everywhere. <laughs> That's blood. It's Kool Aid. <laughs> it's time to talk about Double Holiday. Um, it originally aired on. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> uh, December 21st, 2019. And I went a little something like this. Oh. Rebecca, I was already playing yeah, you were. silly. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca works at Swanson's Property Development. She's totally into a fancy suit guy that she sees on the elevator. She works with a guy named Chris, played by... Chris Palaha. They're both working towards the same VP position, but it's not looking good because she gets tasked with throwing a holiday party. That's what she's going to have to do to prove herself, and Chris is also going to have to help her out in that throwing of the party. So, uh, Chris thinks that uh, that uh, that this is kind of what we should do, and she's like, "Well, listen, I'm Jewish, um, and you're kind of a stick in the mud. Maybe if we come together, we can really throw a kind of out of the box Christmas party." So it turns out nothing is planned so far for this party. They thought that a lot of the party was planned. It's not planned. They're starting from scratch. He comes over to the house. They talk about the party, and he ends up staying for the first night of Hanukkah. Her family comes over. They do uh, wonderful Hanukkah stuff, and he's really enjoying himself. The next morning, Chris plays basketball with a bunch of kids. I hope I get to tell you why later. Her family then invites Chris over for more uh, for more days of Hanukkah, to, to do more Hanukkah celebrations. And Chris is like, you know what? I'm going to come back each night. I'm loving this. They go out together. They pick up a Christmas tree for the party. They end up walking around town talking. Uh, and uh, after after night two of Hanukkah, they chat about life and family. Uh, she finally learns what fancy suit guy's name is. It's Travis. Uh, she gets inspiration when talking about family. Instead of this high-class party that she was going to throw, we should throw a Christmas party that is family-focused, that kids would have fun at. Her boss thinks that it sounds like a great idea. 
she ends up getting a short coffee break with Fancy Suit Guy, and they're kind of hitting it off. Her family goes to volunteer at the same place that Chris does, goes to volunteer. Those kids that he was playing basketball with, he actually mentors one of them. His name is Kirby. He's great. Uh, they end up ice skating together, holding hands, learning more about each other. Um, she goes back out with Fancy Suit Guy and finds out that he is really not into the holidays at all. He's all about his job. Chris finds some uh, finds himself falling for Rebecca. Rebecca finds herself falling for Chris. They're just not telling each other. Chris does overhear her though, talking to her mom about how she's just it's just not going to work out with him, um, and that makes him sad. It's party time, and he sees uh, her, and he's like, "Wow!" And she sees him, and she's like, "Wow, yourself." Uh, but then he goes off to get his guest. Yeah, she's thinking it's a date. Turns out it's Kirby. Uh, Chris does a speech about how tonight isn't just about Christmas. It's the last night of Hanukkah. And so he invites the family up to do uh, the prayer and light the last candle. Fancy suit guy is there. Um, and he's like, listen, I can tell that you're totally into Chris. I'm ducking out. I'm going to go focus on my job because that's all that I do. Uh, their boss invites them up to her study. Uh, somebody is getting that VP promotion, and it is Rebecca. She got the promotion, but Chris is also getting uh, a VP position uh, at the youth center that he volunteers at. Yay! They both get what they want, including each other. They walk, uh, they talk about how much they've loved the last week to, with each other. They kiss, they dreidle the night away, and that, my friends, was Double, Double Holiday! That's exactly right. We did it. We sure did. We I, did it. Hi guys, how, how you feeling? That's that's two uh, mashup movies in one in like one week. Yeah, yeah, feel good. Hallmark's Hallmark's really uh, doing the doubles, taking chances. That Hallmark, they sure out are out and about. They sure are taking out. risks. They sure are making they, waves, making news, buddy. That's how they do it. <laughs> they they love to play uh, fast and loose. They do. Uh, they're a, they're a wild one. That's they're, right. They're, they're the wild west of TV. That's right. Yeah. You sense. just never know what they're going to do you next. You never know what they are going to do next. Uh, guys, it's time Except to- white people. They'll <laughs> definitely have white people involved. <laughs> guys, it's time to talk about Double Holiday. We have four segments to help us do that. And we always start with the hot take. That uh, is when we share about exactly how we felt about this movie. There's nobody I know that is a hotter taker. And his name is Panda Panda. Hot take it, boy. Yeah. Uh, listen, this is... A really solid movie. Chris is a great actor, obviously. We love Chris on the show. But I would say that even if Chris wasn't on the show, because I think, or a friend of the show, because I I think one of the things he does well is he brings just this natural kind of charm, this conversational quality uh, to the roles where it, it genuinely does not feel like a scene. It feels like some plausible dialogue between two people. Uh, Carly Pope, I feel like I've seen her in some stuff before, but she's really, I, I thought, really solid uh, in this role. Uh, enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Hanukkah Christmas mashup. I thought that they handled overall um, Hanukkah better than uh, the last Holiday movie. date? Yeah, holiday date. Yeah, I would uh, say so. <laughs> they did a better job with it. Um, and, it, you know, this plot was was fine overall. I, it will not be in my top five. Um, it, it's 
there's it's still a little plodding at times for me. It's still a little slow. Um, that doesn't mean it's not worth your time. Uh, it would be something that if it's on, I would have it playing in the background again. And uh, anytime, and, and I mean this sincerely, like anytime Chris is on screen, he has some really funny lines in this movie uh, that made me laugh. But overall, man, like, I don't know. It's just, it's not a top movie for me. It's fine. It's a like for you. It's a like. It is a, it is a like. Yep. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun. I also thought that it handled the two holidays uh, better than, um, than Holiday Date, but less fun than Holiday, holiday Date was a more fun movie to watch. That's like because it was, it was a mess. Nobody yeah, knew it was anything. a mess. It's exactly yeah. right. I love that. Um, but this was a, a well done movie. Um, it's going to end up in my top 10, not my top five this year. Um, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was, uh, I thought those two characters, Chris and, uh, and, uh, Carly, uh, worked well together. They had some good chemistry. Um, and, uh, as far as like, uh, uh, Christmas party movies go. It was a good one. It was because they were they were working together. They both realized that they couldn't do it alone. She's Jewish. She doesn't know how to throw a Christmas party, and he is just kind of a boring person. He's always focused on work. He hasn't really thought about Christmas parties before, um, but he does know a lot about Christmas trees. So they all bring their own strength into it. Um, and then why? I, I, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Boy, I don't know if this would crack my top ten. No. I don't think it would. Crack, it cracked it for Brand. Yeah, he's got to save some face with his boy Chris. There's yeah, no, I don't, there's no I, face I, saving. I, my face is already yeah, messed up. Yeah. Look Chris, at me. Chris, I love you, buddy. It's not cracking my top ten. Um, this year. So, Chris, I want to speak directly to you right now, buddy. Um, you know I love you. We send texts occasionally. We're boys. I would say we're boys. I need to first apologize to you because all the way back in July of 2018, I called Rocky Mountain Christmas a dog turd. It's not a dog turd. I've seen over a hundred of these movies. It's not, it's not a dog turd. It's, it's probably in the upper 30% of the movies I've seen, maybe upper quarter, upper 20%. This here though, Chris is a dog turd. Um, it's, it's a dog turd. It's not a good movie. Um, why is it a dog turd? Well, first of all, um, Chris is great in everything he's in. He's super charming. Not only that, he does something different. He plays a different character in every movie he's in. He refuses to just read lines, and I've told him that to his face. That's why I love Chris. In this movie, it just so happens he's, he's playing himself. Um, not only is his name Chris, that's I, I did not think he was boring. I thought in the movie. The first half of the movie, he's playing a, a yeah, character. But who Chris is, is a guy who, this is who Chris is in real life. This guy on screen is a guy who Chris is in real life. If he showed up at a Hanukkah party, he'd be like, what are we doing? What's Hanukkah about? Let's do this. Hey, let's play basketball with the kids. That's Chris is in this movie playing himself, and so it's in some world he's coasting, and that's the world of this movie. He's playing himself. That's who he is. He's that nice of a guy in real life. So yeah, super genuine. Unfortunately, it doesn't make for a great movie. Uh, Carly Pope, I felt like those two were friends, but not really anything much more than that. Um, this is definitely the better of the two Hanukkah movies. But as you remember, the first Hanukkah movie is a bottom three for me. So this being a bottom five or bottom six shouldn't surprise anyone. Um, I was not a fan of this movie. Wow. So I was, you have this in the bottom five or six? Yeah, I made you think about that. It's definitely bottom 10 of the 40. Wow. Um, I, I was not a fan of this movie, even with the charmer Chris Palahunk himself. I'm sorry. It's a dog turd. It's not very good. I, I do not have it that low. Thanks I would say that Chris Palahunk, though. I'm, that's one of the things. Yeah, yeah. and he is. Him. And let, let there be no mistake. Smolder to burn. 
He has smolder to burn, and that is true here, just as much as it was true in Hearts of Christmas and Pearl in Paradise and Rocky Mountain Christmas and Small Town Christmas and all the others. You'll have to yeah. take off your jacket. It's just he he warms up the room. Yes, he does. No doubt about it. Just this movie's still I bad. I didn't know what you meant when you said that at first. I was like, are you telling Chris to take off his jacket? Because no, that's getting that's weird. That's weird. But yeah. Now I no, I would. I. I what? A, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, now that you said it, uh, guys, it's time for all the feels. It's the part of the show we talk about what this movie gave us those feels. Uh, Panda, uh, there's a couple exchanges of dialogue that I really enjoyed. One of them was uh, about uh, she uses the dinosaur cookie cutter yeah. uh, to make Christmas cookies, uh, and then Chris makes just an off hand joke about Santa riding in on his Velociraptor. I I lost it at that joke. I thought that was yeah. funny. Uh, and then also the cooking scene where Chris is is cooking at the very beginning. Uh, that's a funny scene. Uh, yeah. He's got some. They've got some real quick dialogue in that. And I think that's what I like about this movie is the dialogue's a little quicker than the normal Hallmark Christmas. I, movie. I didn't find it quicker. I found it maybe more pointed, but I thought speed wise it was the same. I felt like you mean speed quicker wise, wit. Is that what you mean? I, maybe just more. There's they, a little bit more. They snark. spoke over each other more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, that's true. Which I actually yeah, really yeah. appreciate. Yeah, and I like, like there was that. a lot yeah. of like. Uh, just saying things under your breath or something like that that I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. I Her, think that's maybe that's why I meant yeah, yeah, a little yeah, snarkier. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, so there's. Uh, I believe we get to see three candle lighting scenes in this movie. The first one, Chris uh, has a book in front of him <clears throat> so that he can follow along with the prayer. Uh, I believe it's day five, and it's just uh, Carly's character and Chris lighting the candle together. And he and her say the prayer together, and he doesn't use the book. Yep. It was a great scene. Uh, and it was him showing interest in something that is clearly very important to her mm-hmm. and saying, hey, this matters to you. It matters to me. That scene uh, was a really good scene. I, and I will say this in my to, to kind of make an addendum to my hot take. I never also never really bought the competition between the two of them. I bought that they were both competitive, but they also just were both amiable in real life. And so the amiability took over the competitive nature. And I did not buy for a second that these two people were jockeying for a position they really cared about. I want to be clear on that. Um, The dinosaur cookie cutter Christmas cookies was my favorite part of this movie. This movie, aside from that scene and one other thing that I'm going to get to in the wait what's, this movie shies away from dumb people, which I appreciate. Uh, Nina Wyman Smith wrote it, and she doesn't do this bit where, like, in Chris Palaha early in the movie, Chris goes, yeah, I know Hanukkah's got a menorah and a dreidel. Like, in, in Holiday Day, this guy shows up, and he doesn't know how to spell Christmas. Like, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. But there's something incredibly... He knows as much about Hanukkah as, as we any, would know. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But there's something incredibly adorable about Carly Pope going, oh, Christmas cookies... That's just cookies that you decorate for Christmas time. So I'm going to use a dinosaur. Kids love dinosaurs. And is it a little bit of a stretch? Yes. I found it really adorable, a really cute scene. I did not like the Velociraptor joke for sheer humor as much as you did, but it was a good comeback. Like I didn't think it was funny, but I thought it fit the movie really well. I just really like the fact that she has a dinosaur yeah, 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 yeah. just lying around. Who doesn't? Yeah, well, that's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the Wait What part of the show. It is when we uh, talk about when this movie made us go, Wait, Wait what? what? Panda, do you have any? Yeah, first of all, this is the second guilt-gelt joke that we've gotten in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it's not though. Right? I honestly like, think that both writers 
uh, were writing a Hanukkah movie and they were thought, how do I get guilt in there? Well, it's got to be guilt. It's got it's got to be a guilt. It's low hanging fruit, it's guys. Very uh, low. That, that thing's dragging the floor. Like, yeah, please, can <laughs> yeah. we next year not have yeah. one? I'm just I, I'm not I'm not Jewish, but I'm I'm telling you, we're done with the jokes. Uh, with that, like I'm just yeah. not gonna happen. Uh, they walk in incredible length into the Christmas tree farm. I mean, it feels like they've walked miles into that thing. It is deep into the Christmas tree farm. I just farm. felt like that was me. We were in the middle of a, of a hard three-movie stretch, and I thought it was just me. I didn't know that it they were actually walking the farm. It felt interminable. Yeah. Uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, I... She says at one point, I'm going to get my... She's very proud of her uh, uh, dreidel streak. Uh, and she says... I'm going to get my, and she loses it to Chris. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, I'm going to get my dreidel streak back. Yeah. Um, I don't nope. entirely think she knows what a streak is because nope. once a streak is broken, you can't get your yeah. streak back yeah. because it, no, it's gone. She doesn't know what that means. I will say this, that the dreidel from my interpretation is a game of chance. Yes. You spin the dreidel. So maybe, maybe. This person, like, if you're like throwing throwing dice at a craps table in Vegas, and you're like, "Man, I was on quite a hot streak," and then you you, you lost it, you go out there and you go, "All right, I'm going to try to get back on that hot streak." That is as close as I could say. Yeah, that's that's the only way that that but, makes sense. But she, it still doesn't work for her. Like, they're trying to show how competitive she is. If she's that competitive, she would know what a streak is and that she has to start a new one now. And if she really is. Winning that many times in a row at the dreidel game, she's just lucky. Like, yeah. there's no other way around it. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you. Um, so uh, Chris is planning on spending each night with the family. There's one night that he can't. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it is the night of the uh, her nephew's play, right? Mm-hmm. You guys recall this play? Yes, I recall but the play. he was planning on going, and he wasn't able to go at the last second. Well, here's the unfortunate news for Chris. If he had gone, there would not have been a chair for this guy. No. Nope. Because every chair was filled. All 12. All 12 <laughs> chairs. Filled. And I don't know if it was a, hey, when you show up, you pick the you just pick your chair off the stack, right. put it down situation. But I'm happy he didn't go because he wouldn't have had a chair. And that would have yeah. been unfortunate for him. Um, Chris uh, has this conversation with the guy who runs the, um, the, the, the center. The, the center. Yeah. Um, about how he thinks that you can do some things better. Yeah. One of <laughs> thing that he thinks can do better is this get rid of the tennis courts that's right <laughs> and bring yep. on in the roller ho- roller hockey rink and i don't know if chris just got done watching d2 my ducks and was like <laughs> that's what the kids like it's knuckle puck time it, those are two things i like i guess kids would more like yeah. rather play roller hockey but not many my like, take today. my take on that was these are not improvements they're just personal right. preferences yeah, there's just right. i would prefer just i want to like, play hockey you know what would be ba an air <laughs> hockey table <laughs> like like it's not actually anything Chris just wants to have more that's fun. right yeah yeah chris is like oh can we go surfing no, Chris, there's no ocean, buddy. Yeah. Like he, the, Those things did not show his professionalism at all. It's just him going, these are my ideas. And when I say ideas, it really is just Chris's center for the fun times. <laughs> like, that's all it is. When I, that guy heard roller hockey rink, he was like, like, oh, VP? This guy's a VP. <laughs> no Although, about I it. would totally go to a Chris's center for the fun oh, times. And no, really, I'm like, if Chris Chris's is look. ever out of acting... Chris, whoever you decide to do, please I, Chris, set that I will up. Be, I will do it. I will be your VP of Chris's Center yeah. for the Fun Times. I will do it. Can I be just and you director can of fun? Us yeah, yeah, yeah. No tennis. No tennis. Get out no. of here with your tennis. That's right. Uh, and then just lastly, and this is just a, one of those things that it happens from time to time in these movies. But anytime somebody is making a very large decision, 
Decision. 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 Based, Decision point. Based on the quality of a Christmas party, yeah. it's always bonkers yeah. to me. This guy shows up to his Christmas party and he's having a good time and he's just like, This is the one. I'm sticking with this him. This is it. Right and I don't know. Maybe that is how big, big, uh, uh, big business boys do business. Um, and I hope one day that I can make a decision based off of a Christmas party, but I haven't had that happen yet. But I'm ready and willing for that to happen. I'm ready to be wrong here. I just don't think that's usually how deals get done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got a bunch, um, but we'll start with the the only really aspect of this that I found unreasonable from a standpoint of not knowing Christmas versus not knowing Hanukkah or knowing too much. Um, her complete and utter lack of knowledge of what a tree is, much less a Christmas tree, is is not okay. But it is balanced out by Chris's supreme aptitude for spinning a dreidel immediately. <laughs> he spins a dreidel like he's been doing it on the side in the alleyways for extra money. <laughs> like he's been cheating people out of money on dreidel games on the side. Like he just flips that thing out of his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then she's like, what's a tree? Can the needles like, so I like those two things balance each other out. Next, Chris is acting like he's Mr. Big Time because he showed up at the office at 8.30 in the morning. Did you guys catch that? Hey, I was here at 8.30 a.m. Congratulations. Like, you're shooting for a VP job, and this is your big, like, poker chip? Well, I showed up at 8.30. Like, what are you? You other clowns were coming in at 9. That's right. You got no chance. That's what you got. 8.30. This guy. Um, Next... Uh, she says that the latkes that Chris made on the first try were better than her sister's. My way, what is, is that it's her sister's recipe. Yeah. They say that. It's her sister's recipe. So what that boils down to is this, is Chris Palaha went into a kitchen he'd never been into, made a food he'd never made, and made it better than the person that wrote the recipe. Happens. No way. Not a thing. In this movie, two people try to say words that they either can't say or the audio misled them or uh, beguiled them a bit. Uh, Chris says a philanthropist. Uh, He says philanthropist. There's an H in there, buddy. And then uh, Carly Pope says pre-sourceful. I'm pretty sure. We didn't take it to the tape. Yeah. Pre-sourceful. That's resourceful and philanthropist, guys. Um, Stay with us. The guy who runs the center they go up to him, Carly and Chris do, and they go, hey, we're planning planning Jane's party. And he goes, that's impressive. <laughs> when is the last time this side of the White House anybody has gone up to somebody and gone, I'm planning that party? And they go, whoa. <laughs> that blew my socks off. You're a party planner. Mm, this guy. Uh, I'm very, very worried about hot chocolate and a popcorn machine on the ice skating rink for various reasons. Yeah. There is an 11-year-old that still believes in Santa Claus. I'm really concerned about that um and lastly but not leastly um they go to the play don't look at me like that 11 get out of here 11 you live your life you do what you want years old listen no no i still believe no if you just believe watch miracle on 34th street i will beautiful so lastly but certainly not leastly um they go to this i had a what to hallmark but the reality is is that her, I guess it's her nephew is Santa in this play, even though he's Jewish. He's Santa in this play. I'd love to know where they go to. It's a school play, right? Yes. That's correct. So they go to this school play. There's 12 seats in there. And near the end of the play, after he gives his like New York deli line of Santa somehow, they go, what do you think they're going to do with all of the 
you know, all the set. And then the person goes, oh, they're going to break it down and sell it for parts. Guys, if you've ever been to a small school, they will reuse that until I, it I is beaten, gonna, I broken, and just absolutely unusable. They're not breaking down anything. We had we had a play at our school that was a Dr. Seuss uh, sing, sing-along something or another. And that Seussical the musical. Seussical the, the musical. And the, I saw Who's from Whoville up while I was coaching basketball the next season. Like, that stuff doesn't go away. It doesn't. Breaking that down for parts is not a thing they were going to do. <laughs> the breaking it down for and selling it for <laughs> parts and i know this is gonna sound crazy that was supposed to be played for laughs her tone no, because they use it at their party yes i i, I okay. know they are gonna they, she she did take it but the oh i don't know they're gonna bring, tear down for well parts. if they're gonna keep it they wouldn't have given it to him to use at the party i think it's a take it back situation no i think she was being serious about break it down and sell it for parts i think she was being serious that's the only way that makes sense if they're gonna keep it, they wouldn't lend, lend it to him Email us at hello at deckthehallmark.com if think you want to weigh in on this I think debate. it's plausible that she said, hey, would you mind if I use that and I'll bring it back? You you think they were going to borrow it? Yes, I think okay. it's a borrow right, situation. fair enough. It's a borrow situation. All right. I, I didn't, that's not how I read it, but I, whatever. I don't have a preference either way. What what would you? Oh, my gosh. I, I took it at, I took it the way Dan did. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, maybe I was wrong. Her well, tone sounded like it was a fine. It, we did, suppose, it did not seem like a, a long joke time in small private schools where... None of that stuff's ever taken down ever, ever, ever. I, I totally agree. Yeah. The, the, you reuse that stuff. Yeah. And nobody wants to nobody wants to borrow it ever. But it is also possible. This <laughs> did seem true. like a random room somewhere. It's possible that it actually wasn't at the school. They brought it in and they would have just thrown it out afterwards. Yeah, they rented out that back backroom stage. Yes. <laughs> wow. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying. That is one elite <laughs> private school though, because it's got like it's thirty thousand dollars a year. We'll be in the janitor's closet for the Christmas party. There's ten Thank kids you. in the school. That's right. Yeah. That's a great state. Very yeah. individualized we attention. We picked out a Jewish kid to play Santa. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he might have been the only kid old enough to play Santa. Yeah, who knows? You're right. It's a small school. Maybe uh, it's all Jewish. They just want to put on a Christmas play. <laughs> they could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, On set. Uh, guys, it's time for uh, the What the Hallmark. It's the part of the show where we wonder what could have been. Maybe having to give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Panda? Uh, the guy who runs the center, uh, at one point he uh, kind of tells a story about how he came into money, and he's telling a story about his mom. He's like, his mom <laughs> is self-made, uh, and she became self-made uh, and wealthy uh, by creating something called the super mop. Yeah. I would love... Yeah, to I'll, know I want to hear about this. I want to hear a fresh take on the mop for guys, sure. Uh, I mean, Do you guys, I, um, remember that movie Joy a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's that story. David Russell uh, with Jennifer Lawrence was destined to be great, and it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, that's yeah. the story actually. That's the answer to all. Really, of what the hallmarks there? Huh. Yeah. I did not see the movie, yeah. so I, I'll, I'll watch the movie and then I'll get back to you. You're, and, a, you're okay. <laughs> you I'm not. Don't worry. About, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, boy, you know, I think my one question, and this is. Always a question when it comes to the to a situation like this. They're gonna. Uh, he seems to be all in on on Hanukkah. You know, mm-hmm. he seemed to be pretty invested in learning the traditions of Hanukkah. She didn't really do a ton with him for Christmas. Is he just kind of ready to? Like is next year? Is it just Hanukkah? Do they well, do- he immediately wears the yarmulke, and I wasn't sure yeah. if that was just a you're a, you're visiting in our family. You're going to wear a yarmulke. I didn't know what that was, but he does seem to it be all see- in. It seemed like he was pretty. 
ready and willing to, to and then they to, do this thing at the end where she's like I'm ready to make new traditions with you and the wilder the better or something yeah. so maybe it's this weird mix maybe Christmas maybe it's Christmas it's, it's yeah maybe yeah. it's uh, uh, I don't you know you think we'll get a sequel I don't think so in this case yeah because it would be a very banal sequel it would be Christmas double holiday two Christmas yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. yeah I see that yeah but uh, yeah, I would just, Christmas. I want this is one one situation where I actually am interested, not in really their future, just in what next Christmas looks like or next holiday. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. they just go on a tour of all the different ways people celebrate uh, different holidays? I love that. And, and so you have Kwanzaa, and, and uh, you have also and Chris is just putting on all sorts of hats. Yeah, he's, he's like, <laughs> give me that hat, memorizing all hat. kinds of prayers. Yeah. He's yeah, and it, I would watch it. Yeah, show. I would watch it yeah, for sure. Good. Um, mine was just the school that the kid goes to, which we've already kind of touched on, but what kind of school is it? What kind of school is it puts on a Christmas play? Jewish kid plays Santa and there's only 10 kids in the play and 12 people in the audience. I want to know that answer. It's an important question. It's It's, an important question. I think it is to, to this generation and the next. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Our children's children, our children's children. Um, guys, are you ready? For this inciting part of the show? Inciting? Inciting part of the show. Oh, is yeah. Because we dive in because we're so excited about what's happening. I'm mm. diving in. I'm, I'm going, going deep. deep in. Over my head, I want to be caught grits. in the rush. Grits. That was the grits. Remix. Yeah, no, that was just, Oh, my yeah, bad. It's just grits. Yelling grits yelling grits? Grits. Um, mm. It is the part of the show where we uh, talk about the patron of the week. Patron. Patron of the week. Patron of the week. We um we have been working, guys. I can't tell you how relieved it is to finally play that track. We've been working on <laughs> we've been working on a theme song all season for long. Sure. And it just feels so good. And you know, here's the thing is, Panda and I were really invested, and you phoned it in. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) I got a double Gina situation for you. Double Gina! It's Gina Muto, who just had twins, by the way. Hey, congrats, Congrats, and twins. Hey, as a father of twins, I'm sorry for the next three years of your life. It's really tough, but it's worth every second. And Gina Whaley. Gina Whaley. Oh, congratulations, Gina and Gina. Also on your newest endeavor, uh, they just started a nonprofit, which I thought was apt. That's why I saved it for this one. Uh, It's called Smellathon. Now, I I have a couple of questions. Right, right. Uh, But can you just explain to me what Smellathon is first? Uh, Basically, uh, on your local television station from the hours of 12 to 6 in the morning, uh, they get on and they ask for money. And for every $100 you donate, somebody smells something. Somebody on stage smells something? Yeah, and you don't know what you're going to smell. They bring out like celebrities and stuff? Yeah. They've had some local celebs. Local celebs. What city are they in? Uh, Rush Dooney. Rush Dooney. What state? New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. Um, Rush Dooney. Now there's Rush a, Dooney, yeah, New Mexico. There's a now smellathon. Yeah. Uh, at least elicits the reaction that there is some sort of marathon attached. Yeah. But if it's every night from twelve to six. Yeah. What is the end goal of said? Well, for every time you pledge money, it goes yeah. into the big pot. But is it is it just twelve to six a.m. every day for a week, or is it just every day twelve to six with no end in sight? Well, they're not really sure. It's a new it's a new television. And it station goes into the big just, pot, and that big pot goes to. 
we're still not entirely sure. They're working out so the details. So this is a nonprofit that gives to other nonprofits. We're not sure where that money. They cannot going earn a profit. Money. Right, they don't. So they have they have to give that money. There has been rumors that what they're trying to do is they are trying to build a barn in Rush Dooney. To house all the animals. To house rescue animals. No, just animals in general. They're going to take animals from people's homes and put them in that barn. There has been also, and I'm not sure if there's a correlation here, there have been pets that have gone missing. Wow. So they're stealing pets. That's their nonprofit. Wow. Uh, Gina and Gina, get it together, ladies. I'm not sure they need to because you haven't seen this barn. So, but it's okay to steal a pet at that point? Uh, if it provides a better life, you, I think most people would be okay if their pets went Sorry, missing to go to this smelling? barn. It's local celebs from Rush Dunify yeah. no, Rush in New, New Mexico, Arizona. They smell something. Yeah. Every hundred dollars that are given. Yeah. Now, hey, you don't know I what you're going to smell. should have asked this early. And this this is was my me. big question. What's the craziest smell so far? How uh, many people have actually smelled something? Uh, at least 10. So there's a thousand dollars they've raised. Right. And how many nights have they been doing this? Uh, well, they started two nights ago. So oh, oh, this is so $500 a night. They're losing money. Uh, well, it's come from us. Uh, I watched I watched from 12 to 6. I had trouble, a little bit of jet lag. We just got yeah, back yeah, from yeah, LA, yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I started I started. Did you stream it online, or is it, is it uh, airing nationwide? Uh, it's it's I streamed it online. Okay, good. Yeah, good, it's good. Uh, so the local Rush Dooney, w, WLTL. WLTL. WLTL.net. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slash yeah. watch, watch, watch. Watch, watch, watch. Yeah. Uh, they had, they had uh, Elizabeth, the diner owner. Uh, she sniffed, uh, an old apple. That was fun. Do they like, so do they get fun. blindfolded or they just come out and they go, here's an old apple and they just give it a big, yeah, big whiff. Wow. But yeah. you just don't know. Like, what do they just, do kind of in between? Cause I imagine there's not always money coming in. So what do they kind of do in between? Uh, it's a variety show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of jokes. Um, this is a really interesting idea for literally the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you again, I would just def- defer you to the barn. Defer me to the barn. Yeah. Okay. The barn plants. There's going to be a spa. Okay. All right. Stealing animals. Okay. Guys, we're going to be back tomorrow uh, <laughs> with that Andrew Walker classic. I don't remember the Christmas, name Christmas. Christmas. Christmas on my mind. Christmas on my mind. Yeah. Uh, and it's also Christmas Eve. And so, the whole day through. Uh, but until then, may we be, I, and I know this might be a surprise. But the first <laughs> to wish you. Somehow. I don't know what you've been doing, but we're going to be the first to wish you a happy Hanukkah. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.